John Bayless and welcome again to this Gospel Miracle Hour. We're so pleased you've joined us. Well, friends, I have good news for you. God is not angry with you. He loves you even when you're walking away from him. My opening prayer, Lord, I pray that you grant your servant great boldness this day, that, Lord, you'd stretch forth your hand to heal and perform miraculous signs and wonders through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. For this reason the Son of God was made manifest, that he might destroy the works of the devil. All God's children said, Amen. Well, we look at what God's nature is like and what he thinks of you. 
we go to Psalm 23, 6. Surely your goodness and unfailing love will pursue me all the days of my life, and I will live in the house of the Lord forever. Ephesians 1, 4. Just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world. These scriptures are saying you have been loved by Christ a lot longer than you may think before the foundation of the world, throughout eternity, before the world began, Jesus loved you. Friends, the greatest challenge as Christ's followers, everyone cannot quite believe that they are loved by God. It's just very difficult for us to believe. There's a testimony here of a drunken man. In the days when the great evangelist Dwight L. Moody was preaching, a poor drunken stumbled up the steps to the front of Moody's church. The man pushed the door open, saw no one inside. His eyes, however, went to a large sign hanging above the pulpit that read, God is love. It struck him with anger. He slammed the door and staggered down the steps, muttering, God is not love. If God was love, he would love me, and he doesn't love a miserable man like me. It isn't true. He went on his way, but these words were burning inside him. God is love. God is love. God is love. He couldn't resist. Was it true? Is it possible. He turned around, retraced his steps and entered the church again, confused and desperate. By now people had gathered and as Moody began to preach, the man slipped into a seat at the back corner. He wept during the entire sermon as anger and confusion began to give way to joy and hope. Afterward, Moody made his way to the back door to shake hands with people as they left. But the man didn't leave. He remained in his seat weeping. Moody came over and sat down beside him and asked, What are you crying about, my friend? Was it the sermon that touched your heart? Oh, Mr. Moody, I didn't hear a word you spoke tonight. He responded, It's those words there over the pulpit, God is love, that broke my heart. Moody explained him the depths of God's love to him. He listened, gave his heart to God, understanding that God really did love him. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Loved one, God did not send his Son into the world to punish you, but that you might be saved and have everlasting life. Everlasting life starts the very second you give your life to Christ. This entire message has been that God loves you, he always has, and he always will. There's a free gift of eternal salvation that's being offered here right now. But only you can make the choice, my friend, to receive it. At this moment, Christ stands at the door of your heart and waits for you to invite him in. For all who call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. Will you pray with me? Just follow me along in a simple prayer. Just follow me along. Dear Heavenly Father, please forgive me of all my sin. I believe that Jesus is the Christ. He died on the cross for my sin and sickness. Come into my heart and life. 
I take you as my Lord and Saviour. Fill me with your precious Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, friend, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, I believe you got born again. Get into a good Bible-based church. Remember, you are unique. You have a purpose and there's a calling over your life. Remember, your past has passed away, friend. You are forgiven. You are free from all condemnation. Because heaven has anointed you to fulfill God's destiny, walk in grace and peace. God has you in his hand and no one can remove you from his hand. We should all shout hallelujah. Okay, today's scripture comes from Second Chronicles 16.9. says, The eyes of the Lord search the whole earth to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to him. Well, it's the heart that matters. When Jesus chose his 12 disciples, he didn't choose people who had it all together. He didn't choose the Pharisees who kept all the religious rules, prayed at the right time, gave what was required, but whose hearts were not right. He chose people who had lots of flaws, who came out of dysfunction and weren't raised in a religious environment. Man looks at the outside, at the performance, at credentials, the background, but God looks beyond that. He knows it's the heart that matters. He chose those whose hearts were committed to him. God is not looking for people who have a perfect performance. He's looking for people whose desires to please him. Your behavior, attitude and character may need some improvement, but just as with the disciples, God is saying, I know your heart is sincere. Your heart is set to do the right thing. So I'm going to show myself strong in your life. So my prayer for you today is that, Father, thank you that they have come to you with an open and willing heart. They struggle and their mistakes and and there is a need to improve in their character. But they are committed to you. Show yourself strong in their life today, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, this part of the message, we're going to be praying for the sick. We see that God's power to deliver his people from sickness, disease, and infirmities. We'll look at the dynamic results of the Holy Spirit manifesting himself and his presence in our midst today. Acts 10.38, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. See, friends, Every miracle that ever took place in the ministry of Jesus took place because the anointing of the Holy Spirit was present. Go to Matthew 15, 30, 31. Jesus now returned to the Sea of Galilee and climbed a hill and sat there. And a vast crowd brought him the lame, blind, maimed, and those who couldn't speak, and many others, and laid them before Jesus and he healed them all. What a spectacle it was. Those who hadn't been able to say a word before were talking excitingly. Those with missing arms and legs had new ones. The cripples were walking and jumping around, and those who had been blind were gazing about them. The crowds just marveled and praised the God of Israel. 
Dear friend, it was a display of God's power against the impossibilities in the lives of men and women. The deaf heard, the dumb spoke, the blind saw, the cripples leapt for joy. Lepers received cleansing and were made whole. The demon possessed were set totally free. Jesus attributed all his results and power and the anointing of the Holy Spirit. John fourteen twelve. Jesus said, In truth, in very truth, I tell you, he who has faith in me will do what I am doing and he will do greater things still because I'm going to the Father. Acts 8, 4 and 8. This was the beginning of the, of the modern missionary movement. God used the persecution that people intended for evil to evangelize the world. So in Acts 8, 4, 8 says, But the believers who had fled Jerusalem went everywhere preaching the good news about Jesus. Philip, for instance, went to the city of Samaria and told the people about Christ. Crowds listened intently to what he had to say because of the miracles he did. Many evil spirits were cast out, screaming as they left their victims, and many who were paralyzed or lame were healed. So there was much joy in that city. There's a testimony that about a man about 40 years old, he came to one of my healing meetings. It was an outdoor meeting. He was crippled from witchcraft. I got him born again and I prayed for him. Not much appeared to improve, you know. His friend took him home. Next year I went back to the same area. I asked the pastor who was interpreting for me, whatever happened to that crippled man? Oh, he said, about 10 days later he got up and walked. Psalm 107, 19, 21. Then they cry unto the Lord in their trouble, and he saved them out of their distresses. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and his wonderful works to the children of men. Romans 8.11 But if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he that raised Christ from the dead shall also quicken or make alive your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwells in you, who is in you. Holy Spirit is the confirmer of the gospel. He is the demonstrator of God's word. The Holy Spirit wants to manifest himself and his presence in our midst now. Holy Spirit, if what I've said is from you, then confirm your word with signs, wonders, and creative miracles in our midst. And the power of the Lord is present. Lay your hand on that part that needs a touch from the Lord. The Holy Spirit will quicken or make alive your mortal bodies by the Spirit that dwells in you. Okay, Heavenly Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Son of the living God, emotions, any, every infirmity, I curse that infirmity on you. I break the power of it and I command you to loose them. I command you to go, leave them now. Let the fire of God burn it out of them. Give them a miracle, Lord. Let the anointing of heaven go right through their bodies. Give them a miracle, a creative miracle. Fill them with your goodness, Lord. Fill their heart with your goodness. A miracle that they have longed for. 
people that have had seizures in the brain. I bind and break the power of that in Jesus Christ's name, and I command you to release them. I cast you out in Jesus Christ's name. Let the connections of the brain be healed. Give them a creative miracle, Lord, that they have longed for. Let the anointing of heaven fill them in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Pains in your your bodies, anywhere, in your back, people have got in their spine, this needs to be straightened and healed. I bind and break the power and command you to leave them, loose them and let them go. Set them free by the power of the Holy Spirit. Let the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ rest upon them. Let the anointing of heaven fill them, Lord, fill them. Give them a creative miracle, Lord, that they have longed for. Heal that which has been destroyed by the power of the Lord Jesus Christ, by the precious blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Internal organs. I bind and break the power. It's just causing the problems in the organs. You know what it is, Lord. I bind and break the power and I command you to loose them and set them free. Be healed and made whole. Let the anointing go right through their bodies, Lord. Give them a creative miracle. Let the, let the fire of God burn out everything that's not of you, Lord Jesus Christ. Let the anointing of heaven fill them, Lord. Fill them. Be healed and made whole. Cancers and growths and tumors. Just like Jesus cursed the fig tree from the roots, I curse cancer at the roots. I bind and break your power of it. I break it off you now in Jesus Christ. Let the fire of God burn at every cell of cancer. I burn it out, Lord. Burn it out. Pull it out of them in Jesus Christ's name. Let the anointing of heaven fill them, Lord, by the precious blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Be healed and made whole. Thank you, Lord. Many will feel the heat as the Holy Spirit comes upon them. Be healed and made whole. From the crown of your head to the soles of your feet, be healed. For the kingdom of God has come near to you. The kingdom of God has arrived. So I thank you, Lord, that the enemy has been defeated. Yashalom has healed every broken heart. Every sorrow is lifted. Every burden and yoga is destroyed by the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. You are our strength, Lord. You are our song. We magnify your holy name. Oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful work to the children of men. Don't let fear come upon you. It always distorts the truth and makes us believe things that we shouldn't believe. Well, divine healing can be instantaneous. We know that but it can also be progressive where it unfolds over a period of time, like the testimony today about the man that was crippled. It, over 10 days, he, he walked. It also says that in Mark and Luke, it talks about being healed over a t- period of time. But the Bible clearly states, you shall recover, or you shall get well. And look for the improvements, very important, to look, look for the improvements. And know that God wants to heal you. He wants to heal you. Mark, to keep your healing, believe you received and you will have. Use your authority as a believer now. Make sure you're living in a right relationship with God and each other. You must forgive. Don't hold on to grudges. For your own health's sake, forgive people, even if if they're in the wrong. Walk in love. 
Maintain a good confession. Your words are powerful, friend, and do not let doubt or unbelief come in. And know God wants to heal you. So today's blessing. May the Lord bless you and may the Lord keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you, giving you his peace. May God cause you to triumph in trouble. May he bring you finances abundant blessing. May the Lord bring to your health divine healing. May he bring you bring bring your sorrow in joy that is unspeakable and full of glory. May the, may he bring to your darkest night the light of the world, which is his own presence. Receive it with joy, because Jesus is Lord of all. Shalom. Amen.
cries out to him. Oh, Jesus. 